Welcome to the Shift Gold Friday Gold Wrap, your weekly overview of precious metals and market updates. I'm your host, J.D. Bauman, and I'm here with my brother, Joel. Thanks for tuning in. Hey, Joel, good to see you. Happy Friday. Hey, good morning, J.D. Happy Friday. How are you doing? I heard you have some special plans this weekend. You have some like <laughs> behind-the-scenes tickets at Universal Studios? <laughs> uh, yeah, we're going out tomorrow night with some friends, uh, someone who works at Universal. It'll be like one of those after-the-park closes, Islands of Adventure, Universal Studios events, but just you know, less people in the park, so no queue times and stuff like that. It'll, uh, I'm looking forward to it. It'll be fun. It sounds awesome. Sipping butter beer in the dark. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah I, uh, come down. Yeah, I, I just might. It sounds really fun. Well, let's jump into it. This week was a pretty calm week in the markets. Gold is trading at 2028 per ounce, up $28 since this time last week. Silver is at 22.79. This is down four cents since this time last week. The dollar index is at 103.8, and the VIX, the fear gauge, is at 14. Looking ahead, there is the next FOMC meeting in 25 days. About 97, 98% of investors, according to the, the CME FedWatch tool, are expecting interest rates to remain unchanged. This is up from 90% last week. Joel, what's happening on the price action side, on the technical side? I was expecting more to happen this week. Uh, why, why do things remain so calm as, as they were? Well, if you remember, we touched on it on the technicals last week, how because of the breach of 2000 on gold, Peter articulated it as the trifecta, worse than expected CPI, PPI, and export-import data. Because we did that, we are going to stay down at the 2000 level or retest it again. So we're not quite seeing the support that we'd want to see for gold to actually break out and lead the charge higher. But at risk of repeating myself from last week, but it's that consolidation, that coiling of the cork. So it's going to lead to a, a greater rally uh, out of this, but we're, we're going to stay here for longer. And that's, and that, I said that last week, and I'm going to say it again this week. I like that analogy of the, the coiling of the cork leads to a greater pop when it finally does. Yeah, sure. There's a better uh, metaphor now. Speaking of breakout, there is a massive upswing in nvidia the chip manufacturer and peter talked about this on his podcast love to dive into yep. this let me read peter's tweet today nvidia soared to a new record high on better than expected earnings the rise increases market cap by 277 billion dollars <laughs> peter said to put today's gain into perspective the market cap of the largest 85 publicly traded gold mining companies is just 260 billion dollars so just one chip manufacturer had a one-day gain that's worth more than the cumulative value of all the largest publicly traded gold companies. <laughs> yes. And he Meta had a similar day like this a couple of weeks ago, which Peter also brought up, uh, where it went up about 200 billion. But 277 billion like takes the cake uh, because it really harps into that justification that a few stocks can pull up the indices. Uh, the Magnificent Seven, of course, is what we're referring to. But it's also to put it in perspective on a global basis. That's a lot of money. <laughs> it's, that's a lot it's of a lot, money. Well, there's entire nations that don't have GD, like their annual GDPs don't even equate to that, what NVIDIA did in one day. Uh, like, the, like the Finlands, the New Zealands of the world. Like New Zealand, if I remember off the cuff, was $250 billion in their annual GDP. 
277 billion NVIDIA jump in a single day dwarfs that. It's just <laughs> in a single day. Yeah. Glad that Peter pointed it out and rearticulated it because it's, uh, it goes to show it's just, and I mentioned it earlier. It's so hard to be a stock investor. Well, over the past year, the S&P has surged by over 26%, right? And you were making the point that, and Peter is making the point that this is lopsided from a few <laughs> tech stocks. If you were to cut just a handful of stocks out, we would hardly see any gains at all. Joe, I, I asked you kind of jokingly earlier, like, are, are, are we in a bubble? Is this is this something that's going to pop? Uh, it goes back to the Benjamin Graham. It's asset prices are, you know, the net present value of an asset is justified by uh, its future cash flows. So uh, it does depend on, you know, going back to the Fed on the risk free rate on the interest rate at these current rates. Uh, I push back a little bit on kind of what Peter says, where. Uh, rates are just, they're still so low, you know, they're nothing compared to the Volcker days. He's right, but we didn't have $34.2 trillion in debt. We weren't at a 125% debt to GDP ratio. And it's like the athletic Olympian who used to run four minute miles and then circling back to him 40, 50 years later and saying, okay, like, let's, let's see what you can do. 40, can you do the four minute mile? I, I know you're pushing obesity right now and you got all this extra weight aka debt on you wait joel why are you talking about me here this is supposed to be about the market <laughs> you're like the skinniest guy i know <laughs> we should do a race one day see if um just to challenge each other on our on our our minute times on the mile i win i get all your gold oh gosh it's got i would do because the, the odds would be so much in your favor i would i would do it at like a like a 20 to 1 payout like You'd have to bank on me getting injured or something. Or I just, or we, we set the date like at year end and I just, I spent all my time getting massively in shape just to beat, just to beat you and get a windfall profit. Okay. So yeah, it's just, are we in a bubble? It's people are going to hate this answer, but if interest rates get cut back down to zero, actually, I don't think we're in a bubble. Like stock market prices will continue to rally. We'll keep going higher because the net present value is discounted for future cash flows. So in a zero interest rate environment, the risk free rate is zero and it discounts for that. But if they don't cut rates or they don't do it by any substantial amount, absolutely. And we're going to see asset prices fall again. Buffett Graham, if you raise interest rates, the asset prices will fall like turning up gravity on uh, on an object. JD, what's the list that we had on the lookouts for next week on news events? A lot of it has to do with interest rates. Like you said, that has the largest effect on gold prices here in the, the short term, barring any like shocking or jarring economic news. So next Monday, a few Fed presidents will speak. We have the Philly Fed president, Patrick Harker. We have Fed Governor Lisa Cook and the Minneapolis Fed. Also, Christopher Waller, a familiar name, will speak. On Wednesday, we have some GDP revisions from quarter four last year. And then on Thursday... We have some jobs numbers and we have the core PCE numbers. All right. Do we have a quote of the week to wrap us up? I want to read more Munger. Uh, I think I'm underread. There's a there's a German word for this. Bildungslücke. It means just like you're, a gap in your education. He's, he's such a wise person. Uh, and he said a very wise thing here. Hmm. Spend each day trying to be a little wiser than you were when you woke up day by day. And at the end of the day, if you live long enough, like most people, you'll get out of life what you deserve. He also said another quote, which I might just use instead. People calculate too much and think too little. I think it's a good quote. 
when just looking at the economy as a whole and trying to figure out what the heck's going on. Uh, A lot of calculation going on, much too little thinking about what's really happening. Mm. Yeah, we live in an age of data and artificial intelligence, but we're we're lacking thinkers and wisdom. If you haven't read poor Charlie's Almanac, that's a that's a really that's kind of like all his mongerisms and uh, quick wit quotes in there. Thank you, Munger. And thank you for listening. We'll see you again next week.